All right, everybody. This is the Find Your Fight podcast, and we are in studio today with Derek Kirkoff. Uh, Derek, you want to go ahead and uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, man. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for uh, having me on your podcast. Um, my name's Derek Kirkoff, a uh, personal trainer here in Omaha. I started my own training business about two years ago, uh, DK Training. And uh, that's how I've gotten to know Alex a little bit more. And uh, yeah, so stickers. I'm ready to kill this podcast, man. Hell yeah. So I'm going to let you lead off with um, our first point. We're going to talk about habits uh, because in the, the health and fitness industry, it's really, it comes down to our habits, whether it's your eating, your gym habits, you know, uh, your form. Oh, literally yeah. down yep. to like are your knees behind your toes or above them on a squat absolutely you and being aware saying? of those things you right know? that's the hardest part is honestly like are you doing it right for sure for yeah. sure i mean habits and routines in general are just such an important asset in everything you do whether it's training whether it's your nutrition that you're working on um shoot i mean work studies everything uh, the habits and routines that you develop around your goals are crucial to being successful in any atmosphere. Right. And I think one of the biggest habits, I um, I really battle with this one, y'all, <laughs> and it's time management. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'll be inspired, right? I'll have this, like, fucking sweet lyric in my head, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's special. And it gives you, like, the... the you know, oh, like yeah. the tingle yep. up your spine when you get inspired. And and then I'll like a split second later, I'm like, yeah, but I'm doing this thing. Or like, yeah, but I'm driving a car. I like, I need to manage my time to where even if I am driving a car, or even if I am mid-workout, stop. Write it down. At the very least, hum the fucking melody and write the chorus. There you go. And... I guess that's not like really a, a time management thing as much it is like, you know, take it in the moment. As far as time management, like I always have the issue of what am I doing with my time? Yeah. Like sometimes I'll sit down here on GarageBand or Logic or whatever, or just sitting down here doodling around on a guitar and I have this thing in my head where I'm like, okay, I know I need to practice my covers, but I also need to work on my originals. Yeah. Oh, and there's some mixing I could do on the jam we did from last week. And, oh, this needs new strings. And, and and all these fucking things get in my head, and I'm like, shit, and I don't do any of them. Oh, absolutely. So, like, what do you recommend as far as, like, time management goes for, for multifaceted tasks? Yeah, I mean, first pro tip for you. Uh, like, say you're driving your car, and you get this uh, cool idea, um, whether it's for a song or a thing you want to try for training or you've got this uh, craving for some food. I don't know. Um, use Siri, utilize Siri, pull her out of your pocket, you know, whether it's on your phone or say you've got an Android, I'm sure Android has something similar. Oh yeah. Um, press and hold and Hey Siri, record this or Hey Siri, take a note and you can run ramble that idea and then it's stored for you. So then you're at least keeping the hands free, being able to just take those notes, have that information at hand. 
and then you can come back to it later on without totally losing that thought or uh, just that current state that you're in. So utilize virtual, like virtual assistants. Oh, for sure, man. We've got technology all around us. Uh, There's so many different tools that you can use for just little pieces, whether it's the time management side, whether it's just recording things. Um, It's much, much easier just utilizing that uh, technology that we do have at our hands. Um, I mean, coming back into the habits, though, and just routines even, um, more on the baseline of the time management, it all starts with your day. I mean, how do you start your day in the morning? You know, we all have those different, uh, let's say, ideal mornings where we go through, we get up, we hop in the shower, and we're feeling good. Making breakfast, the day is going to be a good day. And then we've got those other days where we drag out of bed, and it's a slow start, and there's you know, now our whole entire day is off. Um, and in terms of time management, you know, having a consistent routine through the morning can just set your day up for being more productive on a regular basis, whether it's like get up like my, my morning routine, for instance, is typically get up about five or six in the morning. And then the first thing I do is hop out of bed, pound a glass of water. I just drink a glass of water in the morning. It helps wake me up, gets my hydration started for the day. And then from there, it's take a couple notes on what my overall tasks are or my priorities are for the day. And then from there, get started. Uh, do you have a list? Get to work. Do you do lists? Oh, lists galore. Absolutely. Uh, typically, so there's this actual, uh, I guess I'll call it a process. Um, some of you may have heard of it called win the day. Mm. And essentially take Andy Frisella. Yeah. Yeah. Through, yeah. through Andy Frisella. He's a shit. Um, he is. Uh, he's got an amazing podcast as well. And he actually inspired me to do the find your fight podcast, bro. And like, he just lit my fire. He's like, if you don't do it, some other asshole's going to do it. Oh, and you're going to sure. wish you would have. Yep. For sure. And you've got to just take action at hand, you know? Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, win the day, it's pretty much a concept of you've got these five daily tasks to do. Um, I mean, I'm working on mine. I think my five daily tasks are a gallon of water in a day, read 10 pages out of a book that's educational or uh, entrepreneurial related, and then uh, work out for 60 minutes. Oh, what's the other one? A podcast that's at least 10 minutes long, if not longer like, than like 10. Like listening? And yep, like what's, listening to what's a podcast. What's your go-to podcast in the morning? Oh, I'm hit and miss. Uh, right now, it's been kind of floating with the real AF with Andy Frisella. Yeah, I dude. do love that podcast. It's the number one podcast in the world right and now. Then, oh, yeah, in the US, for sure. At least. And then the other one, I'm actually even going to pull that up because it's fairly new to me. I think it's Rags the Riches. That sounds like a good one. And that's... Uh, I mean, just that phrasing rags to riches is so inspiring, you know, all just all on its own. Okay. It's, um, change lives, make money podcast. Oh, boom. Um, but it's tailored around fitness businesses, um, and just utilizing social media, building your own brand, building your business. Uh, so that's one that I tune into a lot cause they post pretty much daily. Yeah. You have and, to shoot me the link on that. Like yeah, one of them that's like your favorites. As far as like marketing or whatever goes for your yep. brand. Because yep, I sure. mean, I know, I know it's for fitness and stuff, but I think like that brand marketing, I know it's, it's very different between fitness and entertainment. However, like in the entertainment biz, it's, it's more, it's more focused on audience. So like in fitness, I found that these influencers and these people on YouTube and Instagram, 
they may have clients where they're at, like in their location, but then they have all these online people that either A, take an online class for them, B, online training, or C, you know, food, or D, all the above. But then like, there's all these people, they, they tune into their videos, they tune into this, they do oh, that. Yeah. They build the whole fucking brand. So like when it comes to the audience portion of things, I think that's where the two of entertainment and fitness can come together and have some common ground. What do you think? Oh, for sure. I mean, ultimately growing any kind of a brand, it's a very similar process. I mean, you've got to gain attraction, like find the crowd. Where's the crowd at? Get them to look at you and then provide that crowd with value or in your case, entertainment. Right. Um, and make them drink more beer. It, That's know? my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, party like rocks. Because then they might buy the demo at the end of the night, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then, you know, maybe they might uh, sign you or something after that. Yeah, dude, who knows? Get get enough beers in you, right? Yeah, every time I go on stage, I always have this in mind, whether it's a 15-minute set or an hour-and-a-half set or two-hour set, I have this in mind that the man from Sony or Southern Ground or, or RCA, which is also owned by Sony, by the way. Okay. I found that out this morning. Um, but wh- whoever it is, like always having this, this mindset of they're watching. Oh yeah, dude. You have to, you have to. <laughs> I mean, even same goes for in training. Oh, for um, sure. I might take on a client and actually I even just signed up a client this weekend where she's getting her first two weeks for free. Boom. And sure, it's free we- free work. I'm not getting yeah, paid but you for those enjoy two it, weeks. So it's really like, but I'm still going to provide her that value as well. And all of a sudden, she's that much more in tune with my business, with brand, and just that relationship there. I mean, giving her the two weeks for free, I could slack off. Ah, I'm not getting paid here. I'm going to get you the stuff that you need, but I'm not going to worry about you too much until that payment comes in. Right, instead, right. It's kind of that same thing with your music. You know, Perform like the biggest dogs in the room uh, or always be at the peak performance when you can. And right, or whatever peak tough. performance means to you in that moment. Right? Yeah, like, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, kind of coming back into the habits and stuff, even around performance, like oh, for sure, if you, if you're building the right habits around music, you know, um, practice, 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 scheduling things in practicing regularly, staying consistent, you're going to see growth. I oh, mean, for sure. or you're going to see improvement at least, but that's where we fall off is, you know, ah, feeling like playing some Fortnite today or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Four I'm hours a binge later. on the office. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. four, four or five hours later, you know, you just lost half your day. Yeah, and, and it's bedtime. didn't get any production done. <laughs> now, do that two, three times in a week, you're missing out on two, three times, or two to three days worth of work that you could have done. Somebody else is doing the work while you're not. Exactly, exactly. That's the thing that gets in my head and really, like, irks me. And not, it doesn't irk me on the days where I'm like, I'm, I'm practicing like yesterday. We got together with the band. Uh, we went over some footage from Saturday's show. Uh, we talked about some of the new songs that we want to do. We practiced a few of them. So I felt like as if it was a, a productive day and even Calvin broke his drum set back there. What? So yeah, he <laughs> broke the skin, just put the stick right through it. I'm Dang. Like, Damn dude. Um, but like it, it's one of those things where if I don't play for at least 20 minutes a day, my brain is like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You lose focus on it. I mean, not even focus, but your your whole rhythm, your 
persona with it changes. Right. And that's, you know, that's the same thing with, um, training and nutrition. You, you know, say, yeah, let's yeah, dive into that. I want to, I want to fall off on a day and I'm going to go hit some Taco Bell up. Yeah. Well, you know, you go, you go get that steak <laughs> you'll crunch be, wrap or something. You'll be seeing the toilet in about 20 minutes, guy. <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, say you're, you know, I'm trying to change my life. I'm trying to do better with uh, my nutrition and eating habits and, uh, let's lose 10, 15 pounds. And, you know, you're really aspiring to do that, but then you slip up that one or two times and say you hit Taco Bell or McDonald's, something of that nature. And the next time it's coming around and that temptation's there, it's easier, it's easier, it's say, easier yes, and easier to say, say ah, T-Bell. I had it like a week ago or so and it didn't really affect me. I'll be fine. And then you get it again. And then, you know, now we kick forward another month and you've totally fallen off track. Because you're not paying attention to those daily habits that you're building around your nutrition. And the wagon's in Oregon by now because you done fell it's off sailed. a long yep, time it's ago. Out. It's gone. It is yeah. gone. Yeah. I I, uh, I have that struggle frequently, uh, especially lately because you could probably relate with moving, like oh, yeah. transitioning your homes. Um, you know, so like we were doing really well in the apartment, like we were eating plant-based, you know, really, really killing it. And, and then, um, my significant other started her master's program and that was a lot for her. And like, so her healthy eating habits went down the shitter. Oh yeah. And guess where she lives with me mm-hmm. and and I love all this shit food that she's <laughs> eating and I smell it and I'm like and there you go right there with her yep, yeah yep. dude I went down I went down hard uh, but we're we're on the upward slope we're getting more of the fruit and veg integrated back into our lives there we go and we're getting to a point where like once she gets done with school and there is no no stress or whatever like that we're gonna be moving into like one meal a day like the main meal of the day like say the one we eat together yep. is like get your pork chops, like your animal products and your veg and whatever. Just a well-balanced meal. Balance. Yeah. Exactly, absolutely. man. Absolutely. And like when we were vegan, it was such a one-sided scale tip to where I'm like, dude, there's going to be a day. Go, yeah. Yep. Like, where you're going to cave. You're going to cave. It's tough. <laughs> it's definitely tough. And I mean, the vegan diet, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good benefits to the vegan diet. Absolutely. Uh, there really is, but... Even myself in terms of a, I wouldn't call myself a nutritionist, but I do guide in nutrition with a lot of my clients. And You're more of a nutritionist than a lot of the trainers out there, bro. I've talked to a <laughs> well, lot of them. I've worked thank with you, a lot of you. them. And dude, honest to God, like there's a reason I, I came to you the other day, like when I was talking about giving you my branding, mm-hmm. like it's, I just don't feel like I can give him what he needs anymore yeah yep which and i mean shoot in your position too you've changed dramatically over the past year i mean yeah you were training fairly regularly and you realized or came to find that fitness is awesome but it's not your overall forte or it's not not the end game you know and you know you like it for the personal side of it but in terms of a business, you got to enjoy what you're doing. You've got to be able to enjoy your day to day. And right. if you're not out there Cold making music, included. working on that kind of stuff, you're going to get lost with it. And then all of a sudden you're not going to enjoy what you're doing. You're not going to be the best performer you can, whether that's music or training. And all of a sudden every element starts to fall behind. And right. you at least found and were able to make that conscious decision. Music's it. 
you're going to do the music. You're going to focus on the music. And um, you've definitely slowed down in training, which I think is just fine. I mean, that's great because you're pursuing something that you're more passionate about. Yeah. And I think what it really came down to was uh, when I decided to get my ISSA certificate uh, certification, uh, I, I looked at my mom and I said, you know, mom, I, I need like 50 more bucks to pay for this. You know, I'll get you back, whatever. And she's like, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, well, this is my dream. Right. And the second those words came out of my mouth, I was like, kind of ate them a little Motherfucker, bit. That's a lie. Yep. That's a fucking lie. You're hiding in your pleasures. Yep, absolutely. I love the gym, dude. Like, I looked at my phone. It's got this new feature where it tells you what you did with your day, which is dope. That is cool. Um, but, like, 24 hours of my week is spent in a gym. You know what I'm saying? I average two hours a pop because uh, most of the time, half and half of one of those hours – I run into you and we get <laughs> Chatting, talking and, yep. and all Slows these things like you have on podcasts. I'm like, I'm glad we finally had that conversation. Oh yeah, man. And I'm glad to be here too. Cause they're, especially with the topics that we've got today, they're pieces that I've even really been trying to get back on track with and working on. Yeah. You're um, human too, right? Yep. I just, <laughs> just moved. Uh, we moved at the end of October, whole month of November was pretty much like organizing the house, getting pieces in. Um, doing a lot of painting. We're kind of remodeling just a little bit. Making it um, what you want. Yeah, exactly. Making it home. Yeah. And so we finally got most of that stuff done um, to where we're settling in. We're into our normal routines again. And getting back on track with some of those nutrition pieces, um, the training side of things, it's all come down for my morning to me, man. It really nice. has. Yeah, and that's the thing uh, about the morning is one one speech that I always come back to is is the Marine that you know badging colors very decorated Marine I don't remember his name but make your bed oh, shoot. <laughs> like I make your freaking bed yeah I think of the name too it, dude it's it's an outstanding speech just Google make your bed Marine yep. or something of that nature it, it's phenomenal do you know why that works. Because it starts your brain on, on a healthy habit and it's like, okay, even if I come home and I did nothing productive, yep. I at least come home and I see, I'm like, wow. It's so, good. yeah. So, I mean, with me even starting my day with that glass of water, I force myself to get up, go pour that glass of water and drink it. All of that is in tune to action, essentially. And, you know, you set yourself up with one to two daily tasks that you do in the morning. You're taking action off of the first 30 minutes that you're awake. Well, now you're more apt to take action throughout the rest of the day. So, I mean, you set a goal. Say it's just, I want to work out three times this week. Well, every single day you wake up and make your bed. When it comes time to go to the gym, you're going to be taking more action just based off of how you start your day. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I, huge, hundred percent. And and my, I need to do water in the morning. But my thing is like the first thing that happens in my brain when my eyes open finally, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting up. Coffee, <laughs> like the, the first thing I'm like, make the damn coffee because the second it hits your lips, it's go time, baby. <laughs> yep, caffeine fiends, right? <laughs> mm, See, coffee's, coffee's good is for, for you. Me. I mean, as long as you're not drinking coffee in a mass quantities or say or like 30, starbucks with all the shit service. in it yeah exactly just Don't drink black coffee y'all 
Um, but even if you wanted to try and change that some, one thing that a lot of people have done, I've done it in the past, I just don't do it consistently, so I'm not throwing that in. Um, lemon, yeah, lemon, sea salt, and water. Mix them together. Just stir it up a little bit. Like, like take, a a, take a thing? glass of water, put a little bit of salt in there, or a little sea salt in there, and then uh, squirt some lemon juice in and drink that in the morning, and it fires up your uh, endocrine system. Fires up your Oh, with the acid and stuff like that? Yes, it gets. And then the sodium levels, all that. Just sea salt, lemon juice, and water? Yep, that's it. Just mix a little bit together and stir it up, pound it, put it to the gullet, and boom, bam. Done. And it just it fires up your system. It gets you awake and... It's not necessarily an end-all, be-all like caffeine. I mean, caffeine will wake you up and it'll get you going. And it'll make but you poop, too. this will naturally... <laughs> Speaking of endocrine well, system. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, the warm goods. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, I mean, that's even another alternative just to help get started with the day. But it's just like getting that cup of coffee. That's your first action for the day. That's where you start. And you stay consistent with that it just builds into everything else that you're doing for the rest of the day. So you can look at coffee as a foundation to your day, essentially. Right. Um, and then like you'll, so it goes from like coffee, bed, take the lady to work, gym, you know? So like after those are solid, like Andy talks about once you get like three or four things on your power list yeah, done and it just becomes habit for you, then you'll start like being able to add, okay, I want to do yoga twice a week now. Oh yeah. And you can just add in one small piece each day or not even each day, each week, each you month. Just do the dishes daily. Yep. Just one yep. little thing because once and, and, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Peterson talks about this, Jordan Peterson. Okay. Motivational speaker slash, yeah. I don't know if he used to be a pastor or what, but great speaker. But he talks about that. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, adding in like new routines or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so basically sorry squirrel uh, <laughs> so Jordan Peterson talks about like clean up your room yeah yep. you know and he talks about like doing some feng shui in the home he's like if your home in your direct surroundings that you dwell in every single day if it's a mess your fucking mind's gonna be a mess for sure your life is gonna be a mess you're going to be distracted by the clutter around you so you're not going to get shit done like sometimes down here it's just as you can see we've got a keyboard over there we've got a record we got just shit strung all over here and so if i pay too much attention to that and other than just saying okay it's just over there for now i'm going to use it when i'm ready for it yada yada i can sit there and justify that shit all day long but it doesn't take away the fact that when i come down here and i see even minor clutter it oh yeah goes in my mind i mean the brain there are so many pieces that we see in a day that our brain just filters out and so i mean yeah we might filter out some of the clutter filtered out a whole day last but the first thing you notice every time you came down the stairs was the clutter so, yeah, you might filter it out once you get going and start working, but then right. you're but starting that process. Yeah, starting it, it with It may the take clutter. you 10 extra minutes because you're looking at the clutter. It could, it could. You know what I'm saying? See, the one thing the girlfriend and I have been working on is all dishes done before we go to bed. 
Um, just to keep, I mean, you get a sink full of dishes and it's you sit there and more. dread it and you're, you might put it off for another day or two because you just don't want to do it. Yeah. And you're perceiving it as like, and then now you've got that moment thing. of say for your instance, wanting to come downstairs and just work on music. But There's now, the old, the now the old lady's pissed because you <laughs> haven't done the dishes yet. Whereas, you know, <laughs> it's my so, fucking so life now story, dude. Now you're off based on the relationship side of things. You're off because you want to do your music. But you're also off because you need to do these chores and you know that you need to do them. Right. And you take, I, I call it five minutes of action, essentially. Take five minutes of action towards any little piece. Say you're, so let's continue on the dishes, you know. In the evening, uh, before I go to bed, I'm working on this. It's not perfect yet, but We're all try to take like five man. minutes right before bed just to organize my kitchen. Um, whether it's rinse two or three plates off and get them put away. Uh, whether it's just wipe down the countertops, clean up some crumbs, uh, just decluttering the kitchen, taking that five minutes of action. It, the next morning I come out and I'm awake. Like, oh. It's clean, clutter-free. There's nothing to ever really be stressing about. And you got a smile on your face too. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so just little things like that can make a huge difference uh, just in your daily performance, man. Absolutely. And, and to add to um, kind of what we were talking about with with food mm, to, to yep. dive into food um as i said earlier i kind of did some uh a vegan thing call it what you want but yeah, i fell yeah. off the wagon playing simple y'all um so don't do as i do do as i say <laughs> you know one of those things uh we did it for three years man damn and honest to goodness man i i was sleeping better we were having more sex we were smiling more like we had more energy to go and do things. There was less like, um, what you, the word, the lethargy, if oh, you will. Oh, yeah, like that afternoon sludge. Yeah, and, and it leads to complacency. And then you put shit off, and you put shit off, and you put shit off. And it's like, it, wow, it just boils yep, down to yep, what I put in my body. compounds. Yeah. And I got this book called uh, Your Brain and Food or something like that. And, you know, basically what each function is of the food so it's like broccoli and then on the flip side it would say this is what it does for your brain okay walnuts cool. you know things like that like yeah. these healthy foods how does it chemically correspond with your yeah, brain like what's what kind of i mean shoot you think of food food is fuel how are you powering right. your brain you yeah know? what kind of gas are you putting in your exactly, car exactly you putting exactly. ethanol in that bitch every time you fill up <laughs> or are you putting a little you know sea foam and some premium in there to blow out the cobwebs right right you know yeah, and it's that same thing i mean what you put in you get out right. and that's that's the nice thing about a vegan style diet is it's almost no i'm not even going to say it's rather difficult to eat a unhealthy vegan lifestyle right um and that's where it has the worst case scenario eating lots of carbs with you know rice noodles and things like that exactly that's the worst case scenario yep exactly and i mean that in itself you're changing overall the just the fuel that you're putting in your body and as a whole now my standpoint with nutrition i i don't necessarily fully agree with the vegan lifestyle um i don't not against it by any means either but it's all about balance. Right. I mean, having getting your greens in, the sugars that you intake, make it come from fruit. Don't get any processed sugars or uh, that candy bar that sounds And really watch good. those protein shakes. Yes, like protein shakes. Some of them, dude, some of them, they'll have 20, damn near 20 grams of 
uh, sugar in it per scoop. And, yeah, and it loads you up for sugar on the and day. And it's only a five to ten gram scoop. Yeah, exactly. Where the fuck are they putting all that yeah, exactly. sugar? Exactly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, and that's the nice thing about the vegan is it really eliminates a lot of those unhealthy, I'll call it American style foods. Right. Um, but if you have a good balance, you know, you're cooking your own, say, meats or uh, making your own eggs, preparing your own eggs, um, even fish, for example. As long as you're not overloading them with all the different sauces, seasonings, flavors, you're not going to be steering off of the quote unquote healthy side of the nutrition. It's more so just having a good balance of everything. You know, focusing on the greens, focusing on some fruit here and there, not overloading the fruit though. And getting a good quality source of protein and good healthy fats. And believe it or not, you can get more protein in a gram of broccoli than you can a gram of red meat. True. Keep Very that true. In mind. Yep, yep. And, uh, uh, and that's, our body that's spends less energy digesting. Yeah, that. digesting. Okay, so. Right, because like, energy is expended when you digest food, right? Yep. yep. So, like red meat in particular, it, it just it takes so much energy to digest that food that that's why you know we get that food coma or, or whatever you want to call it um and to me in my experience i never really had those explosive diarrhea days you know the first month of being a vegan it was clearing out my system all the plaque from my arteries all the junk from my veins and it was i i felt light I felt like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, dude. And I mean, even on that note with the red meat, the only time I even like push red meat to a client, like there's good protein in there. Iron deficiency. They say, yep, iron. I mean, you can get good iron. I think it's heme iron though that mm. comes out of it. So your body doesn't utilize it the most efficient way. Um, however, like red meat, the only type of client that I'm really even going to tell them eat red meat is somebody that wants to gain weight because it just slows down your digestive process. Uh, I mean, if you're eating two to three red meat meals a day, there's a good chance that you're going to be bloated more often, or you're going to feel like rather full all the time, but you're still hungry. And that's just because your digestion's slowing down. And if you would have thrown in a fistful of broccoli florets, Oh yeah. You wouldn't have that hungry feeling no, after nope. you do that. I'm going to use the buffet as an example. So say we roll up, I don't even know if this place is still even around because it was such a shithole. Uh, USA Steak Buffet. <laughs> you remember <laughs> I've those? I've never been, but I have heard of it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to use this as, as a uh, example and I'm sorry, USA Steak Buffet, if you hear this and you're offended, <laughs> but it's for learning purposes. We still appreciate you. Yeah, we still love your steak and your buffet and your USA and all that good stuff, your stars and stripes. <laughs> but like in the buffet area, like you can go to a buffet if you're on a diet, oh, if easy. you are restricting things. Easy. However, when you eat the buffet, say say you your first plate is you got the steak, you got the taters, you got maybe a couple greasy slices of pizza, and you know, everything on your plate, say you dinner roll to finish it off. Everything on your plate is, you know, animal based. That dinner roll's probably got, you know, a shit ton of Oh, yeah, milk there's probably butter in there. Product. And, yeah, the yep. butter product, right? So, what happens is, and I want you all to listen up real, real close, listeners out there, this is important. 
what happens when you consume only greasy, fatty food, what happens is your stomach lining, where all your sensors are to tell you how full you are and when to fucking stop, they get coated in grease. You're blocked. So if all you're eating is those animal foods and you have no veg whatsoever, Okay, so that's one side of the coin, right? Is your greasy foods, your stomach can't fucking tell your brain to close your mouth and exit the building. Mm-hmm. So on the flip side of that, say we do a, a piece of chicken and we do like a fistful of broccoli. We do some walnuts, you know, and maybe you throw in a, a salad with some, with some ranch dressing on it, whatever. So what your your broccoli or Brussels sprouts, another great oh, yeah. veggie. Yep. Love them. For sure. For sure. Only if they're cooked properly. Yeah, you got to cook them right. <laughs> yeah, dude, if you, <laughs> you don't, they're fucking awful. Don't order the Red Lobster Brussels sprouts. Don't do it. <laughs> anyway, so what the, what the veg does is it does not coat the stomach lining. So when you eat, say, that plate that I just described, the, the, the walnuts, the broccoli, etc., what that's going to do is there's enough veggie there. There's like 60%, 70% veg there. What that's going to do is it's not going to coat the lining yep. of your stomach. Yep. So your stomach, your internal brain, you know, the yep. brain down below, yep. that brain is going to tell your, your head brain, hey, we've ate this much food. I'm about three quarters of the way full. If you put water on me, we're good. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? It's not going to tell you to put water on it, but essentially like servings wise, if you eat that plate and then you drink a full glass, 16 ounces of water, you'll be full. You're done. Easy. Easy. Like you're, yep, you're, you're done. literally done and, and possibly you maybe over eight. Yep. Well, but that's, you're still that's full. Yeah. And I mean, shoot, you think about 60% veggies, you're getting fiber. Yeah. Fiber is where you wouldn't you. get from the, the plant or non plant food. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that fiber is helping clean off the, like, let's call them intestinal walls from the fats and the greases that are trying to rub up in there and block everything from right. being censored. Um, and then even that note of water intake, one small suggestion. I mean, if you're say trying to just lose a couple pounds, but you don't want to make a dramatic change. Start off a meal with half to a full glass of water. Start off that meal with it and then eat your food. And your body's still going to have that same response to where you feel full but satisfied. Rather than, oh man, I'm stuffed, but I really just want to eat that next piece. Your brain's going to be able to stop you a lot quicker because you're not lining so much of that uh, fat and grease. Right, right. And and that's one thing that I did notice when we were doing all plant-based. Um... I would eat, you know, a, let's say it was 20 ounce portion of food, whether it was, you know, a stir fry or, you know, a salad or whatever the fuck it was. Yep. 20 ounces of food. We would eat that and, you know, 20 minutes goes by, you know, you're having a nice meal with somebody and to my sheer amazement, I was full. Oh yeah. I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. You put the right, I mean, see, now that's also another kind of weird kick on the nutrition. Um, like in that instance, you were eating a normal sized meal and it was filling you up. Whereas, let's say your traditional American foods, 
you could eat and eat and eat and you're still good. You might feel a little full, but you're still ready for another slice. Right. That's what they um, want though. <laughs> <laughs> but then on that whole entire flip side, there are so many people that are under eating too. Um, and that that's comes back to... a huge issue with me sometimes. Uh, this pizza's... I shouldn't probably have this pizza. It's pretty it's greasy. Shaming. It's that grimy good. But you know what? I'm only going to eat half a slice. And I'll be satisfied. You might feel a little bit fuller, but now your body is lacking of so many different nutrients as well. Exactly. Boom. You, you, you said the magic word here. The nutrients, man. Like, I can't express enough how important nutrients is versus food. Now, what I mean by that is, like, here comes back to habits, right? Yep. What I mean by that is, are you making a conscious effort to a, are you eating three times a day? Like at the bare fucking minimum, are you eating three meals a day? And a lot of people, they can't even say that much. No, There's no. so many that they don't do breakfast. So then your stomach goes into this like shutdown mode. I have to feed off of the sugars and fats and everything else that's in storage, which you've told me this will make you gain weight. Oh, it can. If you skip meals, you will actually gain weight. Yeah. I mean, so for example, there's something that's been fairly common. It was kind of a fad for a while, and I still know several people that do it, but intermittent fasting. Mm. You know, people would go, say, 16 hours of their 24-hour day without eating and then try and smash all the food that they can in eight hours. Well, yeah, initially you might lose some weight because you're intaking far less calories and you're putting your body into this slight starvation mode. But the other kick to that, say say that's not even something that you're doing. You just skip breakfast and, you know, sometimes lunch rolls around. You're not that hungry, so you just have a little bit of a snack. And uh, then you have your big dinner at night when you get home. Well, going through a process like that, you're still under eating quite a bit. And your metabolism is going to slow down a ton. I mean, if you're under, you might say want to lose well, weight. Because it goes into survival mode. Anything. Yes, survival mode. Because... Every time you do have a big meal, your body wants to hang on to as many of those nutrients as it possibly can because we've got a smart system. I mean, the brain and the body itself just work hand in hand for everything. And if you're shutting down your metabolism because you're just simply not eating enough, it's going to become nearly impossible to lose weight because your body's going to hang on to every last piece for crucial survival. Yeah, to your body, when you do that and you skip breakfast and you throw in like, you know, some, an orange, a single orange at lunchtime, maybe right. say, yep. and then you don't eat, you know, scenario, like you're telling your body, hey man, we're in the desert and we need to conserve all nutrients oh, on sure. board. Yep, for sure. And I mean, shoot, I had a client, oh, this was probably about a month ago. I had a client that came in and. When we had started kind of diving into the nutrition, what she was having, and she would maybe eat one or two meals a day at most, and I, I would guess her maximum calories for a day would be around 1,300. And when we had started together, I bumped her up to, I think it was like 2,400 calories a say, day. And she's like, Derek, I can't eat that much food. That's too much food. Like, I just, I feel like I'm constantly eating or I'm eating too much. I, like, isn't this going to make me gain weight? Spread it out. And it's like, no, 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 no. Pump the brakes. Do it. I'm like, do it for two weeks. Hit this caloric intake every day for two weeks. Come back to me and we'll see how you feel. And sure shit enough, she did it. 
went through, she nailed her nutrition like she was supposed to, hit that 2,400 calorie mark fairly consistent on a day-to-day basis, and all of a sudden she was dropping weight like that. I mean, I think in her first month or so, she lost close to, uh, I want to say 13 pounds, something like that. Just by eating food. Just by eating more food. She was eating more food, which is insane, and that's a hard thing to grasp because our information that we get or you know this bikini model over here eating veggie sticks and nothing else it doesn't work i mean that individual chances are she already looked like that exactly (laughs) genetics are playing in she's been working on that figure for how many years now exactly (laughs) she's gone through the phases of gaining some weight building some muscle and then eating to provide the fuel for those things and her body stays in that kind of a state Um, And I mean, when you're under eating dramatically and still trying to exercise or even just focus at work, you're tearing up your ligaments and joints. Exactly. And your body's not efficient anymore. Your brain's going to start eating muscle tissue. That's another thing, guys, especially because I mean, I don't know a ton of women that are trying to like gain muscle mass and, you know, be, you know, but guys, especially like y'all think that, yeah, intermittent fasting is cool, but here's the deal. You have to do specific things if you're going to do intermittent fasting listen up i did it for 90 days once and here's what i did did it for eight months once dude i'll tell you about that too yeah Yeah. go ahead and what happened was uh i quit eating carbs all together i did a lebron james diet right all right and i would do um the 16 8 Mm -hmm. and by day 30 dude i was looking great oh yeah and by day 90, I felt like shit. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Your body body was finally depleted of everything. I mean, my but experience was But all I was doing was, was eating very... red meat, you know, bacon, just meat and cheese, basically. Yep, yep. And, I mean, mine was very similar to that. I was still, I was still incorporating a lot of the carbs, um, mostly based on my training regimen. I needed carbs to help promote muscle growth and have some ener- energy during my workouts. And yeah, I mean, my first month or so, I started leaning out more, felt really good. I had good, sustainable energy throughout the day, and it was great. But the next thing I noticed is my strength was going down a ton. I wasn't intaking enough calories. I mean, at this time... Right, that's what happened to me. At this time, I was probably right around that 200-pound mark at 9 10% body fat. Boom. And... I started fasting because I was like, yeah, I want to lean out a little bit more. I was undereducated on the nutrition. And I'm mm. like, this sounds great. Let's do it. And it was working and it was working. But then all of a sudden, I realized I went from 3,400 calories a day to about, I think it was like 1,600 calories a day. And yes, and then your body started eating itself to it get the literally, nutrients. Literally started eating itself. That's because what happened to me, I, man. I mean, after that, it was about a six to eight month stretch that I was trying to do this. And I lost probably 15 to 20 pounds of muscle. I mean, muscle mass. I lost muscle mass. So then your body starts eating that and trying to keep the fat because the fat is needed for processes our body does. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So the the key is in both cases, eat. 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 You got to eat. And then it's just being mindful of what you're eating. I mean, if you start losing muscle and you're doing intermittent fasting, you're doing it wrong. For sure. For sure. If you're losing fat, cool. Yep. You're doing and, it right. And that's where I can get behind it for a short, temporary, like 
kickstart into a lifestyle. Yeah, but for a lifestyle change completely that, I mean, it's, it's not, yeah, it's unsustainable and like, sure, do a 90 day challenge, whatever. But if you're going to do the 90 day challenge, you must at least, you know, once or twice a week consistently like, okay, this is the day I'm going to 16, eight fast, yep, yep. you know, fast eat. And that way your, your body can still get the advantages of it. However, those other five days in the week, you're eating, you're getting your nutrients. So then on those fasting days, your body has something to use oh, yeah. it has to nutrients give you to what you want to do. Yeah, yep, exactly. Exactly right. And I mean, even back on that uh, unsustainable note, you're not always going to be in a position too fast. And right. so then, you know, say you're on a fasting day and uh, your first meal is coming around at, say, three o'clock, but shoot, that's the only time you could schedule your doctor's appointment. Well, now you're going 18, 20 hours without any food in your body whatsoever. Right. You eat that first meal, you're out, you're done, you're crashed because right. your body's trying to soak up all those nutrients at once. Now you can't focus, you can't think. It's shutting you, you down you, because your body's it busy. It needs to work. Yes, your body yeah, needs to work. It's taking so all the energy down. you should have. And yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so <laughs> then it's putting you in back to that survival mode. I right. mean, it's going to make you go to sleep. So that it can repair itself and work on itself. Whether you want to or not, your body's going to get tired. And that's yeah. a big part of it. And that's uh, that's one thing that I did notice was was the tiredness and the fatigue. Yeah, fatigue, and, for you sure. Know, I was seeing this girl at the time, like, coming to find out she was, you know, occupied otherwise. But <laughs> I was so crushing. Crushing hard. I was a crushing high hard. Oh, college actually. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, this is during the fasting period, and kind of why I got onto it was like this chick is she's now a trainer, uh, and like for whatever reason, like I will literally drop fifty pounds and get cut and fucking Brad Pitt from Fight for you, Club. Baby, it's just yeah. for you, baby. Yeah, dude, I started brushing my teeth five times a fucking day. Right, I would ride you know, 25 miles three times a week on my bike. Man out there. Oh, dude, yeah, I would average 15 miles a day on the bike. And, dude, I was fucking cut. Yeah, yeah. I was, dude, I've never done, you know, so many things like that. Like, it wasn't like it was for her specifically, but for something about that woman, dude, even to this day, she lights the fire. And that's why she's an excellent trainer. Yeah. Uh, so any listeners out there, look up bull. Brenna Geiger, I think she's at uh, Genesis Health Clubs in Lincoln. Okay. She's kicking ass. Um, and also want to name drop Fit Culture Gym. That's where Derek and I work. And Derek's killing it. Oh, yeah. Where dude. where I love music and that's my path, Derek is is on the fitness and that's his path. And and it's clear. Like, it's, it's oh, totally sure. clear to see. Like, when I first met you, I was like, this fucking dude is on <laughs> his shit. I've fallen off here and there, but we're we're there. It's happening. It's and happening. always remember, even us both, we are a work in progress. Oh, for sure. Don't I mean, put so much pressure is. on yourself to to drop fifty pounds in a month. Yeah, yeah, that's not reasonable. That's not something that is, you know, healthy. Yeah. Even if you are morbidly obese, you want to drop 50, 50 pounds in a month, might be able to do it. But your body's gonna have to start getting used to a, a physical regimen before you know you can even drop weight. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean that's a that's a big factor too. Is people don't that give workout regimen? I mean, having muscle on the body is huge. It's crucial. Um, 
like in terms of weight loss, you know, let's just go hit two miles a day and I'm going to start losing weight. I'm getting my cardio back on or nope, it's winter. I'm hibernating. But as soon as spring's here, I can get out and go on runs again. Yeah, you might Find lose some weight because your body's ultimately burning more calories. But as soon as you're done doing some of that cardio work, you're done burning calories. And exactly. you implement some strength training with that. I mean, I think if I remember correctly, I want to say it's like every one pound of muscle you build, your body's burning an additional 500 calories. And you compound that into weeks and into months. You're utilizing way more nutrient or like just... <laughs> way more calories you're burning way more calories your so muscles you're are eating hungrier more often you're eating more food that you should be eating and then from there you're building muscle while losing weight burning body fat and you just don't understand why but it's the the body just wants to work in that fashion right right because you, you you develop the habits yes yes back, the habits. back to the habits when you're when you're trying to lose weight the the habits are key because yep. if you jump on the wagon and, and you're you know say you're 400 pounds you're about 250 pounds overweight or whatever your case is and you go on 90 days feeling good yep well and, and then you slip even, up even back because to the your habits. habits are shit morning routine like morning routine for sure because based on the habits and you know you're trying to lose weight or trying to make just a positive change in your life you have days that you wake up you're just out of it nah i don't want to do anything or you know you don't discipline yourself to one or two small tasks each day it's much easier just to pass on it and say nah i'll put it off till tomorrow and then you know two three months later you weigh 10 more pounds than you did and you don't understand why like i haven't changed anything (laughs) Why am I gaining weight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know? that goes back to like the, the water thing. You know, like if you're not ready for a massive change that, I mean, that's a great Simple, idea. Small steps. Like just small drink water. Steps. Like Andy talks about, if you just change one thing and drink a gallon of water a day, you'll be Dramatically shocked. different. And then an add on in the 75 hard. Did you, did you listen? It's yeah. Like episode yep. 116. Or I did it like for that. a little while. I fell off. I think I fell off after day 40. Uh, oh, see, so you made 40. <laughs> I made 40 right, days, I'll give dude. You that. I'll I give felt you that. good. I looked great. Like my chest was starting to get yeah. the valley again. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. I think I ooh. fell off in 26 days. It's fucking it? hard, think, bro. Which I mean, it's an excuse. It's not valued for anything. But, but even somebody as prestigious in the like, field as you, like it's it's, it's tough. We're it's human. very tough. And you've got to be like dead set, dedication, discipline, like no other, to accomplish it. And I mean, the 75 hard thing, it will change you as a person. Absolutely. It will, but it's tough to do. But I mean. You think about top performers and even like you said with our businesses, you know, it's a work in progress. It's constantly a work in progress. Well, look at Patrick Mahomes. Mm. They would say arguably one of the best rookie quarterbacks to come to the NFL. Well, day in, day out, he, he is still ton of work. working on his progress. He's still working to improve. I mean, he's not doing that. He's doing NFM commercials. Go exactly. Patrick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but even on that notion, you know, there are probably days that individuals like him or even say LeBron, they might get up and not feel like it for the day. Yeah. But they're disciplined. They're disciplined to the small tasks that they've got to do on a regular basis. And they do those. They see consistent improvement. So even when the ego pipes in is like, hey, we should be lazy today <laughs> yep. and just smoke and chill. <laughs> 
and watch Netflix. No, then you're making it way too easy. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but then, then like if you do have those habits and you do have that discipline, I had it, you know, a while back and lost it, whatever. Um, when you do have those habits, like your brain overrides the bullshit conversation you're having oh, about sure. Netflix and smoking weed all day. Yep. You know, and it and it kicks you back into this is why you came. For Let's sure. go. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think I think one of the biggest takeaways that uh, I could give for the audience today anyway is look at all of it as five minutes of action. I mean, if you're trying to make a change, whether it's pursue a new business or maybe it's pursue weight loss or you want to build some muscle, whatever that case is, look at your day and, you know, you're feeling that moment of, I just kind of want to be lazy. It's Saturday. I don't feel like doing much. Yeah. Ask yourself, all right, well, what could I do for five minutes? Five minutes. That's nothing. It takes longer to bake a pizza than five minutes. So Depends ask on yourself how hot the oven is. through the next five minutes, what can I do to move forward? Whether that anything, I mean, say it's weight loss for five minutes. What can I do to help move me forward? And then I can be lazy. No, I'm not making an opt here for you guys to get out of this, but yeah, <laughs> and, it's you non-negotiable day. All right. You sit down and all right, I'm just going to plan out what, when I'm doing my workouts, that's it. Sit down the five minutes, thing. the one thing, one thing, plan my workout. So now I'm sitting down five minutes. Oh shit. 10, 20 minutes has passed. And I've been building out my whole workout routines now. And you're that much further ahead. Uh, or same thing with music. You know, you might have a day work related that you're just, ah, I'm just not feeling it today. I don't, I don't really want to like sit down there and work on this. Well, all right. What's yesterday. five minutes that you can do? To move you forward. Well, you could sit there and ask yourself that. And it might be simply, you know, I'm just going to take five minutes, clean and organize my desk. So you do that. Five minutes later, you're a step forward, whether you continue or not at that point. And acknowledge. And acknowledge, acknowledge the little itty bitty baby steps that you do make forward. Because sure. I am I am guilty as charged, dude. I will full speed ahead. I'll, I'll cut a demo. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll play seven shows in, in one week, you know, with open mics and stuff going on. I'll, I'll have, you know, like all these things like this is huge. Yeah. Like this, yep. this right here, this new, uh, new series with, with DK over here, which by the way, the stickers are fucking sick. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to one of my clients, Melissa. She killed them. She, uh, went home one night after training and I think she even ran to the store and bought material for it and came back the next day with all these stickers for me. And it's like, wow, thank you. Thank you. These are so cool. Um, and just for the audience, they're branded stickers for DK training. Um, just like logo, essentially. You can put them on your shaker. But, you can put yeah. them on your wall, on your they're sweet. laptop. They are sweet. They turned yeah. out great. She did such a good job with those. What are they? Five bucks a piece? Uh, so she doesn't, uh, I'm actually going to work on getting a couple more made to sell. Um, but she just gifted those to me. I mean um, like for you to sell. Oh, see, uh, I don't have, yeah, I don't have enough yet. Cause, um, she just genuinely came out of the blue and made those like Merry and, Christmas. Yeah. So I've either, <laughs> I've either got to get a cricket machine myself so I can work with some of those vinyls and be able to put some of that stuff together, or I would have to probably order it from like a printrunner.com. Yeah, yep. You know, I got, I think I got 500 stickers for 42 bucks. Damn, that's not bad. I mean, okay. they're like, you yeah, know, two by two. Ones, but. but I mean, um, 
But yeah, I was just saying like, oh, I want to wrap this up with, with gratitude and, you know, giving yourself credit for the little things. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I, I, you know, we'll do the demo, the shows, the this, the that, the this, the that. And they're all like, you know, like once I get my mailing list done, you know, but the thing is like, I just pass it by, pass it by, pass it by. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cause we're not yep. to the, you know, we're not to the Bridgestone arena yet. Yeah. You know what yep. I'm saying? So just because you're not at Bridgestone yet with, with 10,000 people in the crowd sold out, just because I'm not there yet, it doesn't mean that I cannot appreciate and give myself gratitude for getting the demo done. For sure. That was, you know, there was a lot of work that went into that. There was a lot of time that went into that. Money went into that. And it, it's an accomplished task, a big one at that. Definitely. And I have a hard time giving myself gratitude for that. So I, I do just want to reach out and and y'all listening, give yourself a little credit for the little things. For sure. Because if you don't, you're going to feel like you're spinning your fucking wheels and you're going to get exhausted. You're going to get fatigued because you're not giving yourself those little itty bitty pieces of symbolic candy, yep, if yep. you will. Don't eat candy. <laughs> Just, <laughs> don't eat it. Don't do Thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and even in a smaller scale, what's it take to go a mile? You right. Know, exercise wise. What's it take to go a mile? It's 20 minutes tops walking. Yeah. One step at a time. You're moving forward. And, you know, you get that half mile mark, count it as a win. You've made it. Now just continue. Even every light pole. Again and again. Every light pole. If you're out for a run or like, say I'm going to go 20 squares of sidewalk. Yeah. And and give myself like a little mental, good job, dude. Good job. Keep going. Made it this far. Sweet. Let's go back. (laughs) Because if you're sitting there like, oh, God, this sucks. God, this sucks. God, (laughs) this sucks. Guess what? It's going to suck. It's going to suck. The whole whole time it's going to suck. Yeah. So you break it down to, well, I'm just going this one square. All right. Let's not step on that crap because I'll break my mom's back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You go through all these shits in your head and you're like, God, there's all these things. And then you you start listening to yourself breathing and you you really get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. And then at that point, you're just done with it, which is good. You're over it. And then you have this like really bad experience of the time you went for a run. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And dude, I mean, it all comes down to just stay focused, be aware of where you are or aware of what you're doing. I mean, how many people hop on Netflix for two, three hours a night, but then also have always wanted to start this carpentry project or or write a comic book or write a movie script or, you know, write a novel. You know, maybe it's, um, make this paint piece and you want to paint something, Yeah. but you end up consuming, you know, two hours in Netflix each night. Shit. You could take five minutes just to set up, uh, your anvil. I don't know. Yeah, um, the, the Netflix, they forward. should rebrand and call it complacency. Yeah, no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> it's too easy. It's, it's too way easy. too easy. And then they time. start giving you the shit that they know that you'll like. Yeah. So you keep clicking. Yep, yep. And I mean, dude, and that's what brings us down so much. I mean, you think about why there's so many depressed individuals or another topic things out there. I mean, yeah, we'll have to come back to that one. Yeah, uh, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a very big topic, but it's... All based on you get complacent and then you never feel like you're moving forward. Yeah, and and I I honest to God I suffer from depression pretty pretty regularly, pretty severely. Uh, I've had multiple different diagnoses, but all I can say, regardless of all those diagnoses, is I experience depression probably three weeks out of the month. 
Okay. Damn. And the other, you know, seven, four to seven days, I'm like Superman. Superman. I can take over the fucking <laughs> world. It's like a, it's a manic phase. Yep. And so, like, I have to start playing this game with myself. Set the tone during that manic week. Yeah. Set the fucking tone when you feel that you're able to set the tone. Mm. If you're depressed as shit, just focus on getting out of bed. Yep. Focus one on thing one at a time. piece at a time. That's, yeah. It's Don't like overwhelm yourself like when you're feeling minutes. depressed. Just take five minutes, focus on one thing. Right. Because the overwhelm will make you more depressed. Oh, it can. Yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. And I mean, that's where, when I'm in those moments of just feeling extremely stressed or overwhelmed, it's, all right, a couple deep breaths. Let's sit back. I'm going to take back to five minutes and I'm just going to write out a list of what I need to do or what needs to happen. Right. And write out that list. All of a sudden you feel better because you've focused on one piece or one thing rather than everything that's jotted on that list. And maybe modify your list too during those depressive uh, months, weeks, days. Because yeah. yep. some people, I have a friend that experiences um, depression on a annual to multiple years. There's been a point, four years, four Dang. He, he was in a state of depression. Okay. And I would have to literally go to his house, bang on his door. His mom would let me in and I would have to shake him awake some days to come to work. Dang, that bad. It's fucking awful. But the kid fights. You know, he does little things now that help him out. And what, what I really just want to say about the depression is don't use it as an excuse. No. Don't use it all. I feel like shit today. Something, something deep, deep within. Find the fire. The find smallest, your fight, man. Yes, yes. Find yes, your the fucking fight. The smallest thing you can grasp onto. Use it. Take it. I think that's where go. the name came from, too. Find your fight was like those days I was just, I had a whole, like, I don't know, six weeks. Yep. Uh, a couple of winters ago. It was like my second year with Cam's gym. And I had eight clients. And literally in a matter of a week, I lost six of them. Oh, damn. And I was very, very close. I get attached to shit. Oh, for and sure. people. For sure. And so when they would, when they went away, I went into this deep depression. Not only did it bother me that they walked away, but it bothered me. Oh, shit. That extra income's gone. Mm-hmm. My wife's going to kill me. Yep, yep. And so all these things flood my mind. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm gonna start a podcast. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. It was the worst something. day of my you just winter. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. And and it came to my head like I have to find the fight within me to fucking move forward. Oh no doubt. Or else I'm gonna lose it and end up in crossroads and homeless. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I haven't quite uh, experienced severe depression. I know I've gone through my phases, but. Mm-hmm. There are even days where I get home and I don't want to do shit. I mean, it's normal. That's it's a human instinct. You know, you're home, you're comfortable, you're complacent. Right. You don't want to do shit. But it's finding one thing you can grasp onto to move you forward. And right. It's like there, there's a Russian proverb. I can't think of what the actual uh, word. Can you say it in, in Russian? I can't say it in Russian. No, no, I, that's what I can't think of. But essentially, it's if a shark stops swimming. It drowns. You've oh. got to move forward. No matter what it is, one little piece, you've got to move forward. One more time. If a shark doesn't swim, it drowns. Fuck. And it will sink. That's wild. 
But if it's slowly moving forward, whether it's a small, small stroke at a time, it won't drown. And that's all it takes to just move forward. That's so crazy. Yep, yep. I love if, that. If a I shark stops yeah. swimming, he will drown. Yep. That's Shoot, I need to Google that, make sure it's real, but I think it is. No, but it's, <laughs> I've heard that, you know, that kind of thing before about sharks that like, if they stop moving, like that's why they don't sleep. Like sharks don't yep, sleep. They don't. No. They're constantly, that's why they're so pissed off because they never get to go to bed. You know? <laughs> that are the massive amounts of testosterone that a shark holds. <laughs> All they have teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> oh, man. oh, yeah. Right on. Well, on that note, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And this this has been an amazing experience. And I'm looking forward to another episode. We will have Derek on uh, a lot more episodes yeah, from man. here on out. I'm up for it. Yeah. Right, I just want to branch out. Like, this is really good. We both have some pretty pretty good radio voices. And uh, what what another reason I started this is because, like, I'm going to be in the spotlight someday. Like, for sure. It's not up to me. Yep, for sure. And it just takes the work. You just got to put right. the work in. It's it's going to happen. And, and like I, I need to be ready to be able to have like interviews and, you know, press conversations and things like that. So like this really helps the conversational skills in the toolbox. Um, but to end, I would like to just say to everybody out there uh, who is experiencing ill mental health due to. Uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and anything else you're going through, it will get better. You will make it through this and you just have to dig deep and find your fight. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Alex.